We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It is time for That's the spillover. That's what I'm going to name my neighbor. Hey, hey I got this na- this neighbor. <laughs> oh, boy. That's I, a spillover, this, by the way. If something ever went down, I know me and him partnered because it's just, you know, when you know just, you know he can go to a certain place that nobody in the five-mile radius can. Is that right? Yeah. Because uh, we were, he just got a Traeger. Okay. And so when I see him, I'm always, it's, I'm always nice to him. You know, I'm, make, I'm overly nice. Hey, how you doing? You know, this, this, oh, I'm just, it's just one yeah. of those, right? Yeah. But he got a Traeger. So, you know, um, I walked over there cause I have one. So I just want to talk okay. to him and he, you know, he was getting it going, <laughs> getting but, it going and he was grilling for it. You know, he had friends over or whatever, mm-hmm. but then I, when I got home, I looked over mm-hmm. and generally I'm, I'm assuming you're supposed to have your Traeger like outside of your confounds. He, he had his half in half out in his garage. Oh. Right. Oh. Yeah. And then what happened? It's still I mean, I think I mean he, this morning it still he still had his house, but I don't know if I <laughs> want to go over there yeah. and kinda of change his uh process. That always makes me nervous. That always when anything's even close to my grill I get nervous. Right. Because you just never know. Right. Right. When that thing's gonna shoot a flame. You know? Are you scared of the grill? No. <laughs> Can you see hey, Sip, do you, you season your meat? Though? What 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 are we doing here? I'm just asking if you season your meat. Just ask, just answer the question. <laughs> yeah, I do. I'm on the offensive, and you're already yeah, on the yeah, defensive. I, I am. So now yeah, I'm going to ask am. you this. I have to be Since on the you defensive had your, with your, you. Your, your boy, Tom, was it Dean Hart? Yeah, Tom he, Dean Hart. And he's from Purdue, right? He's in Indiana. He covers State. Purdue, right. yeah. Golden Black Tuck. Okay, yeah. so so is he? So is, is Aiden O'Connell your pick for the Big Ten West quarterback of the year? I'm putting you on the spot here. I mean, yeah. You might get some text messages here by the time you well, leave well, well, I mean, for your – St- strategy of strategy uh, meeting at what time does he usually just run out of here? DP where eight twenty is when I'm supposed to run out. DP doesn't want me here after eight twenty. Um, right? It's usually eight twelve on Fridays because he's because <laughs> he, right, it is eight twelve on Fridays because he gets extra busy. DP runs DP, me out of here at eight twenty. DP he gets extra busy on Fridays when everybody's kind of going into the weekend. Nothing Sip- Sipple said was true. <laughs> Literally nothing <laughs> he just said is true. Right. He's been doing that a lot this just week. Just right. make up stuff. Right. Sipple, what and, is going on? But here's with what Sipple Sipple will tell you stuff and then he'll look at you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then and, and then and then he'll try to get you to believe. His BS. Yeah, it was like, yeah, you don't. I want just me did here. that to DP. Yeah, you don't want me here at all. Right. What? Right. I do. You that don't want to. You don't want to. You don't. You know, DP really doesn't want me to be doing on the crossover. Yeah, you don't want right? me. Right, right, Jake. Yeah. And then he'll look at Jake, and Jake, <laughs> Jake, <laughs> Jake will give you that smile like, Sips at it again. Yeah, well, he is. He is at it again. You are. Aiden O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell. I mean, who else is in the Big Ten West? Would you pick? Oh yeah, Morgan. Morgan. I'm saying Casey Thompson. Race. Would you pick DP? Quarterback, best quarterback in the West going in. Oh, if it's my team and I get to pick, yeah, that's what we're doing. You're starting your your franchise because this is what they 
But college the, football is now. It's like little mini franchises. With only Big Ten West quarterbacks. The parameters would be um, not from knowledge of what they've done, but what what it is that they do that others can't do, mm-hmm. right? So from that, if I want to run and or throw, right? If I want to run and or throw the ball. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to just be a spread offense. I'm not going to be, you know, a run first offense. I want a, I want a combination of both. I'm I'm going to start right here in Lincoln. I'm yeah, take yeah, that's a that's fair. I'm going to take Casey's Casey. got to be in that conversation, right? Was in the conversation and, and, for sure. Yeah. And there's all I mean a lot of stuff is depending running game, offensive line, and all that. With all the other things are equal, yeah. And I, I like want Casey. the ability yeah. to do both things at any time from anywhere on the field. Mm-hmm. See, Brom isn't going to ask O'Connell to run. No. That's right. so it depends what no right it depends yeah. what you're doing on offense too right and they use a short passing game as their running attack so like you could I'd, plug in Casey into everybody else's offense I'd say Aiden O'Connell would be two and the over Morgan I think you have to scheme up a lot of things like when that that game last year Nebraska against Purdue? Minnesota oh, Minnesota oh Minnesota okay um he I mean it was. A lot of self-induced, like, punches to the face by Nebraska's defense. I mean, they were running. They were getting – I mean, so then it, you know, kind of makes them – and then as he got confidence, then he hit the – and then he did throw a good pass there towards that end zone, the north end zone in the corner right before half. Morgan. Yeah, Morgan. Uh, but everything else was kind of just handed to him. And then it was what was really interesting is they brought in Kramer um, at in the red zone to give you the run-pass option. Yeah. And we just talked, and DP just talked yeah, about that. Like, so why, that lets why you. Why is that necessary? Why is that necessary? Because it's not like Michael Vick coming in here. You get what I mean? Oh, yeah, I mean, totally. It's, yeah. it's, well, uh, well I, oh, some of that is based, and, and the thing about Big Ten Media Days is that you get to you get to get face to face with some of these guys. And for me, when Morgan came and sat down with us, yeah, I didn't trust him. What do you mean? Yes, the the certain vibe is that a dude's going to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like he was going to tell me the truth. And if that's your leader, if that's going to be the guy that that, that carries you, mm-hmm. I, I didn't trust him. Hmm. Didn't trust what he was like saying. Like the coach to the – like man-to-man and coach to player. I was like, mm, hmm. nah, bro. You might have just caught him in a bad moment. Well, but, hey, you're on the big stage. That's when that stuff matters. Mm-hmm. Like you're in, the, you're in the vacuum. How you walk through that space at the Big Ten Media Days tells me a ton. Dean Hart, Dean Hart was interesting, Tom Dean Hart, because he – I mean, he talked about those Iowa – two Iowa receivers, two prominent Iowa receivers go to Purdue. Tyrone Tracy, who you might remember had 36 catches in 2019, and then Charlie Jones headed to Purdue, which is, I think, breaking news. I don't, I don't know that that – Is that just that. recent? Like today. Like, like today? It's been yeah. a rumor, but he, he said it's official today. Yeah, Charlie why. Jones was a great return man, one of the best return men in the Big Ten at 21 catches last year at Iowa. I wonder why you would go like a lateral move. You know what I mean? Well, he's like friends with, with, with O'Connell. Okay. Yeah. Well, Char- then there you go. Charlie Jones is, is tight with O'Connell. Is it, was it high school or, or- – I don't know. And Tyrone Tracy's from Indianapolis. But that's okay, gonna be, well, that's, that's understandable. Gonna be, that's going to be kind of – I mean, you think of the receivers that, you know, some re- receivers that come here, and they're coming because – Yeah, K- Casey, Casey played with them, and so, the other one, other one and, you know, that's a no Mickey. It's and opportunity okay. and sometimes connection and sometimes both. And right? they're probably looking – I mean, let's face it. 
Iowa's passing game versus Purdue and the ability to put up numbers. I yeah. mean, yeah. Purdue is kind of plug and play. Yeah. I mean, whether you go from Moore mm-hmm. to Bell, who you could probably say Bell was probably more consistent because Moore had that really, really good year. Rondale. And then he came back, or he was hurt pretty much all year, then came back and had like three or four games. But whereas Bell was kind of like always there. Always so, there. Um, and then obviously the Brom, his prowess and his – Obviously, his track record of putting up and being even in quarterback. I mean, you talk about a guy that's been had to have a rotation of quarterbacks. He's like, oh, this guy's going to be my starter. Next thing you know, week two, he has a high ankle sprain out six weeks. Mm-hmm. Brought somebody else in. I mean, heck, just <laughs> the one dude was eat, literally eating a hot dog and against Nebraska a few years ago. Came off, took a bite of a hot dog, came in <laughs> and, and, and got busy. So, um, and that's because they had an NFL tight end, but, um, you know, I mean, I understand it, but this day and age of guys transferring is just here. And um, yeah, Iowa lost two pretty good players to Purdue in the division. Yeah, but they uh, they they got Keegan Johnson. They, they Iowa's going to Iowa. That's one thing. About I know it. they're all right. Iowa's going to Iowa. Wisconsin's going to Wisconsin. Now, will it be to the magnitude of Rose Bowl teams that, that they've had in the past? Mm-hmm. Time will only tell. Mm-hmm. You know, Iowa defensively well, loaded. Um, they're coming. I mean, they're, eight back, especially eight back. on the back end. Yes, it, 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 they're that's really their good. strength. Yeah. Up front, physically looking at them up front, and I'm sure they. I'm sure is a big emphasis. Iowa winter conditioning off season. They didn't. They weren't as big and as physical as they have, and that's because all those guys are in the league. That was that big there. defensive end, Jake, that played. They're playing in Buffalo now. That played for Iowa. Oh, AJ. Uh, oh, AJ Epinesa. Yeah, Epinesa. He took over AJ the Nebraska Epinesa. game. Took over the Nebraska game a couple. Of and years he's ago. done well. First round pick. Yeah, he's had a lot of highlights on his Twitter account from uh, going against the Dolphins. Yeah, yeah. He, he, <laughs> we've got bad tackles. That's uh, <laughs> but, hey, but did I, deny, I didn't deny that. By you, the way, but, you're right. But here, but when you lose a guy like mm-hmm. that, that's Epinesa. a three year starter because mm-hmm. he kind of burst on the scene against Ohio State his sophomore year. It's hard to replace that right away. So mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting to see where Iowa makes gains on the line of scrimmage on yep. both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, you lose a yeah. big centerpiece in the center, a guy that was the dude, mm-hmm. and then you need to get bigger and more productive on the defensive line mm-hmm. uh, because it was makeshift last year going into the season. Now, they they know how to play around it, and they coached around it because I think their linebackers are Iowa linebackers. Jack Campbell. And their back. defensive backs were really, really good, and that's really what got Iowa off to the really good start. You got to think they – they played Indiana the first year. What they first played, first two passes. One was a pick six, another was a, a big pick, mm-hmm. and then they kind of hit that run for. Remember, they were up to what number two in the country or something like that. Yeah, they were um, well, after yeah, they, they beat were. Maryland, they right? So Purdue waxed them. Purdue right. beat them. Yeah, so, Purdue so beat them. That's as right. Tom, people, DR people said Purdue has their number. Purdue has yeah. Iowa's number. They Strange. keep pounding them. Well, it's Iowa's kryptonite. It, I mean, that's what you do. You you get, and this is what Nebraska did, in my opinion. Really, really well for three quarters and I don't know what what nine minutes left. Not even don't even count the block punt. Just they did for really, really well. It's for, Iowa. Yeah, pretty much three and a half quarters. Mm-hmm. You make them do something that they don't like to do. Keep them off balance. Defense. Your offense versus their defense. Your, our offense against their defense. Keep them off balance. Um, don't punch yourself in the face as far as like penalties and you know and all that stuff. Stay on time, uh, stay in rhythm, mm-hmm. dictate the pace, and then once you kind of get a couple first downs, 
then then you start to see their their you know third down percentage start to dissipate meanings your third down completion percentage goes up you're starting to put more drives you put more points on the board their offense wasn't as consistent especially in the running game mm-hmm. and then the passing game there you go cuz they, they had quarterback troubles at times last year so yes they did. um they did. and then so when you had a quarterback that <clears throat> For Purdue's sake, that was pretty much healthy for majority of the season, and he played well. And you have a dude out there in Bell, and then they had two or three other receivers that were able to step up. And Payne Durham, they right. had Payne Durham at tight end. There you go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they couldn't run the ball though, and I don't know. If, I mean, that's what I don't know if they'll be able to again this year. Yeah, Xander Horvath. Yeah, little bootleg Mike. Uh, Mike Allstott is in is in the league now. <laughs> I liked him, Xander if, Horvath. If he you wouldn't, like if he wouldn't have got hurt. He definitely was draftable because he, he can, got drafted though, seventh well, round. Well, a little bit higher. I yeah, mean. Okay, yeah, yeah. so and what I mean is a guy that he's Xander a, Horvath. He's a better athlete than he looks because he, he you know, he's physically imposing. He's your size, and is um, he your size? Yeah, he's yeah, about your size. Yeah. But he looks four two fifty. Yeah, but he, he makes it look a lot better than me. He um, lifts. I mean, yeah. you know, there. Yeah, he's got big, he's got I, was wait, I was waiting for it. He's got I big, was waiting for he's it. He's been doing. He does shrugs all the time, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he can catch. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. can catch out of the backfield. Yeah. He can actually make you miss for being that big. I, I'm glad you like him. And then he can actually pass block. So that's why. And then he's going to be. He's a bear. And I think he's probably going to be, you know, special teams guy. So I mean, it's you. That's a you. When you lose a guy that can do all those things, we mm-hmm. saw it. And this is just a total another sport. We talked. We were talking off air with D, or I was talking to DP off air about baseball. When you lost some players from last year's team that can pitch, play the field, Shrug you know, ball. play small ball with the like. Say if you need them to bunt, you can hit with power. You don't just lose one player. Yeah, you lose like four. That's Horvath. And and yeah, so you lose four players, and those guys are the guys that generally yeah. kind of take the team from like. I don't know, this level, mm-hmm. and say you get two or three of those guys, yeah. and they welcome that opportunity mm-hmm. and that you that's know pressure. So you lose those guys. That's big, and that's leadership there, though. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure with Horvath, when he spoke, you know, I call him like E.F. Hutton. You know, when he spoke, everybody listened. I would right? think so. He was interesting. Remember, he came back against Nebraska. He had been hurt and came back against Nebraska and played hurt. Right. And didn't – was okay. He was okay yeah. yeah. But when he was good – he was a bear, like on third down, right? Um, third and short. He was gonna, he was gonna be tough. Well, it was the, gonna be tough to deal with. Two years ago, I think during the COVID year, two twenty. When, when remember when Purdue played at Minnesota, and that the, whoever those refs were, always if they're still refing, it, it, it's it, they have to have some naked pictures on whoever is the refing like commissioner, because remember <laughs> the refing commissioner, <laughs> because they were because they were so He's bad. Because sometimes, sometimes when you're making these you're, bad you calls, a, you watch so many, much it boggles my mind. Be, be, well, remember when Brom was coming off the field? He didn't even. No, want, he, I don't remember that because I didn't see it. But go ahead. Well, you, you cover the big. I mean, hold on. Don't, <laughs> oh boy, here we hold go. On. You watch see, a lot. You on, watch a hold lot. On. What is Big ahead. Ten football? Yes, Purdue, Wait, Minnesota. Is, is it is it a fair <laughs> assumption here with our us four gentlemen? Mm-hmm. Well, let's just Shit. say three. Okay. Uno, dos, tres. Okay, DP. You're questionable. I, don't that be that so we all enjoy football, right? We, yeah, we, we all football. like we football. Love football. Yeah, we love football. So that would mean on a Friday night. Okay, Friday night. Friday first night. First Big Ten game. Friday night. After just in COVID, we're finally getting football, right? Okay. Yeah. Purdue against Minnesota. Oh, I, I was I, sleeping. It I'm was not, a late game. It was a late game. See, DP, it was late. 
Friday night, <laughs> I got to get some sleep. sleep Remember how get late that game was? It was yeah, like it, an 8 o'clock start. It was a 7 o'clock start. It's 8 so o'clock, means... I think. Yeah, 8. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, everybody was talking about it, right? Yeah, they the whole, were. Right? Yeah. So it was about those calls that essentially lost Purdue to game. I remember now that, it, that, I remember that game was on till like midnight. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because there was so many penalties, I was and they texts, were they, and I was they like, were what are you really, doing really me at midnight. They were really, really bad calls. So <laughs> leave me alone. When you think of Purdue and stuff like that, but the big deal now to get back to it, the, the guy that kind of really took the game in over for Purdue was mm-hmm. Horvath. Hor- really? Yeah. Be, well, because they could they were passing the ball around, but the guy that can kind of offset Minnesota's running game keep, was him. Keep the you chains know, moving, and he wasn't like twenty yard gain. It was. No. Okay, third and three. Oh, I know he'll the guy. He'll get you four. I know the guy. Third and five, he'll get you six. Yeah, I know the guy. I, th- I always. But you didn't watch him, him though. Not you that because nice. you were Sleepy Smurf. Is that your new nickname? No. I used to call you the Cookie Monster, but now you're the Sleepy Smurf. Where's Sip? Eight o'clock, he's sleep. Up nine. I was up to on 10. a Friday. Before a Nebraska game, after a long week at the ticket. Um, oh, now he's blaming you, DP. <laughs> Right, this, Jay, he's not a party animal like you are. You know, he can't, he can't soar on. with the with in the morning. What's what's the phrase? Ten Hoot hours with the owls at night and hours. soar with the eagles. Ten hours of what? Ten hours a week at the ticket. Just, just, just driving me. Ten hours. <laughs> just look at. Know. He really believes this though. Look just at him. Ten hours. I put a lot of energy into this. I have to carry Jay. <laughs> 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 this is amazing how Sipple comes in here and just throws yeah. like little pot shots yeah. at everybody that, yeah. that he's in. An, he's in. We an, don't <laughs> lift. DP you know, drives him out at eight twenty. I don't. He carries the show. And it's an enclosed area because yeah. DP or because Sip, you couldn't make that door and get past DP, <laughs> and me and Jake could get around here. And you, but he does it with no like remorse. No remorse. I got to carry Jake, and this is supposed to be I his partner to- in crime. <laughs> he says you don't lift, right? DP, you work me too hard. You know, it's the ticket's fault. I, I mean, I got a headache right now. So, so Sip, if Nebraska's playing Ohio State, mm-hmm. 8.30 kickoff. <laughs> I'm there. Are you taking no-dos to stay up? Uh, Hopefully adrenaline's pushing me. Hopefully adrenaline's pushing so me. What is, so, do you get hyped up before a game? Do you put a, do you put on some eye black or something, start bouncing <laughs> around, no. start slapping yourself? No. What adrenaline are you having? Well, I don't know. Just natural life adrenaline. He comes to the pregame Only- show with eye black, yeah, all the time. No, no eye I don't. black guy. Yeah, he has he has his face wrist, painted. He has, he has his fists wrapped, like he's ready. Here's what I want wrist you to do. Wristbands. Here, hey, here's what I want you to do. <laughs> Big armband, yeah, wristband. If Nebraska has a night Dave game this Parker year, Parker wristband. Remember I want those? you to come, yeah. I want you to drive your motorcycle as long as the weather permitted. Black leather suit, helmet. <laughs> don't wear leather. You, you know what I mean? What, no. what do you just wear jeans? What I mean? Yeah. I thought the leather would help your skin not be. All over the pavement if you actually it fell does, down. It does. It does. Come with the black leather boots, and then when you pull up to the parking lot, just rev that bad boy up. <laughs> set the tone. That's how you should pull up to the pregame. Yeah, shows. just yeah. set the tone. Dude. That's yeah, what you should okay. do. Uh, I'll consider that late in you life. Just park the bike. Right, and, right and then don't even right take right your helmet off. Just get one of those dark ones <laughs> and just walk <laughs> with your walk helmet. Oh, no. yeah. Fuck I, it. I just flip the visor. And have your shades on. I don't need a parking spot. This is my parking spot. Park it on the sidewalk. Yeah, park right away. Right. Don't you know who I am? Move peasant. This is my spot. No, no. That's where, no. I put, that's where I put Well, we're getting ready. That was Hey, that was some good Big Ten West. We went deep in the weeds when we were talking about Xander Horvath. Well, it's the offseason, man. You go in the weeds. I do, I'm glad you appreciate it. Xander Horvath has a little bit of lion in him. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, he got drafted in the seventh round. I'm not sure who picked him, but when he got picked, I was like, "That's a little low. That's a little low." Well, it's amazing in that draft steal. how good players like I notice it every year. Good players are getting picked low. I'm just like, "Wow, that, you got to be so good to play in that league." Yeah, and they got. They, now they, I just gave you a compliment. You got to be. It's incredible the players that don't get drafted. Yeah. Jack Sanborn, Wisconsin, undrafted. Yeah, I mean, you got to be a dude. It's position specific, unless you're, you know, when you play linebacker kind of fullback, they think that you're just always replaceable. But then you got to get in there and make, you know, make a name for yourself. There's more guys that get drafted late because me and DP talked about the Redskin guy that got drafted or Commanders. I need to stand corrected before people start to cancel culture. That that uh, when I was in the draft, I was. Thought I was gonna go. I was gonna be just ecstatic if I could go play for the Washington organization. Then and they picked the guy that didn't even make it out of training camp, but they picked right? him in the fourth round. Fourth round didn't yeah. make it out of camp. Didn't make it out of camp. Didn't even didn't even keep him on practice squad. Hmm. The pick by Sir Charlie Casserly, oh who is every organization he's been to. Oh no, that's the head shake over there. Every organization he's been to, he's destroyed. Is that right? And they keep drafting on media stuff. Yeah, they right. keep talking to Charlie, getting He's advice. He's won Super Bowls, but that? Bobby Bethard was the GM then. Well, he 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 held Bobby Bethard's luggage, Co- coffee. Right. He yeah. he did that for a bit, and then when they when Bobby decided to go to San Diego, to San, Di- San Diego, and he did there was a migration. Stan Humphreys, Mark May, yep. a bunch of those guys went from DC to San Diego. Craig McEwen, um, Cashley was in place, and GM. Yeah, and they gave him too much responsibility. Like they just gave him too much too soon. Um, and then he decided to mess to it up. And then he just he just messed. Like I mean, he decided just, to pick Heath Schuler. Heath Schuler, Desmond Howard. Don't do that. Like he went through some some really bad what the hell, some bad recommendations. Can you botch it that I did, I'm I'm always amazed by how in the NFL they can botch the QB position. Well, because there's so many people that want a version of themselves in that space. And he needed to make a statement because he was coming in behind a legend. So what do you do? At the time, the posse was still putting up 3,000-yard seasons together, but they were older. And so you had Monk, Sanders, Clark, and then he goes, well, you know what? When Art gets older in a year, let's have Desmond Howard ready. Um, No. No. Like, And they believed that they could put any quarterback in Washington's offense – and be successful because they had. They had three different quarterbacks take them to the Super Bowl. So they thought, well, geez, here's a nice enough kid. Put, puts up big numbers. Um, kind of all shucks cute in D.C. Huh. And it was hell? wrong. Yeah, I, yeah, just bad, bad, bad. And that's, I mean, you draft him and then you got Trent Green and Gus Farratt and like, coming behind. They kind of thought like, eh, it doesn't yeah. really matter who we play. And then he did the best thing of all. He ran Rich Gannon. Out of Washington. Yep. Oh, you're not good enough. I mean, think about it. Every quarterback it. that he said that wasn't good enough ended up being good. Like Trent went to St. Louis and immediately won the starting job. As a matter of fact, there's no Kurt Warner if Trent Green, Green doesn't, doesn't get hit by Rodney Harrison. In the preseason right. game. So there's a you know, and Gus you know played everywhere. Yep. So yeah, Cassidy's Rich Gannon. Not, yeah, Cassidy's Rich not, Gannon ran out, and he's on TV every every yeah, every year just every, yeah. telling lines. Super Bowl GM telling lines. He, yeah, man. he gets a lot of media time. It's, telling lines, man. He's he Charlie. Is, he is not the dude. Every agent loves Charlie Cassidy because if you have a so-so player, 
because he's always going to be the GM of teams that kind of are desperate for players. He's going to give you three times of what your guy is doing, so you're going to be able to pull the wool over. He destroyed it. All right. Sorry. All right. Old school's next for Steve Simple. I'm Jake Swords. See you.